You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay. Hey, everybody. This is uh, Jeff Ellis, your host of Locked On Indians. I'm just kind of giving you this program warning ahead of time that uh, I have to go on the road and do some traveling. So these next uh, podcasts, the one for Friday and Monday, were recorded uh the same day as the uh, the Thursday podcast. I'm since I'm recording these ahead of time to make sure you guys have stuff to listen to, even though I will not be able to record things. They're going to be a little bit different. We're going to focus heavy on the minor leagues. We're going to kind of get this chance to scan through the minors, talk about the players and performer performances that have stood out to me, and it also gives us a chance on the for Monday's podcast in general to to go back to you know look at the stat cast, go back into some of those advanced stats that I haven't talked about in almost a month with the the draft on us, and see if there's anything we can really dig out of uh, some of the top and some of the bottom level performances we've seen with the Indians this year. And I hope that after listening to a pod or podcast from Thursday, you spent some time and went and looked up Tommy Listella and Brian Goodwin and uh, why those are guys the Indians should. Uh, be inquiring if there's any way they could get out of the Angels and be willing to discuss a bigger deal to get them. So let's start out by diving into the statistics of uh, the minor league affiliates. We're going to just kind of go through. I'm going to spend some time looking at the hitting, the pitching, who stands out, talking about the big name prospects. Uh, two guys that will be missing from this are Richard uh, Palacios, who was the Indians' third rounder from a year ago, and Lenny Torres, who was their third first rounder from a year ago. Both players had uh, surgery that is going to cause them to miss all of this year. Tommy John for Torres and uh, labrum surgery for Palacios. That is the same surgery that um, Tyler Krieger and Mark Batias had when they were in college. So that is a uh, uh, something we've seen with Indians middle infielders before. I will not be dealing dealing diving is the word i was going for diving into the arizona league teams um i often find little value in scouting those stat lines um it's like glorified scrimmages and it's a lot of very raw talent so that's that's not where i'm going to be looking so far um i do have moaning valley stats in front of me uh it's been five games six games there is not a lot to take from that uh and basically by not a lot i mean there's nothing to take um you can sit there and look at the numbers and be like, well, you know, Raynell Delgado has four walks. That's nice. He leads the team. Uh, this is a, a unit in general that, again, as I go down, just it's more about looking at the names on the list. Raynell Delgado, legitimate prospect, interesting, um, top 15-ish prospect. Uh, Brian Ricoio top 10 top five prospect um once we see an extended look for him this year george valera also possibly top five top 10 for the indians uh jonathan engelman is one of those under the radar players that i'm very high on jonathan rodriguez was a super high super high super high super young super high ceiling prospect who they took a few years ago Corey holland was a big money guy from day three uh last year Brian Lavastida was the other player they gave um, above slot money to a year ago. You can just go up and down that list. Um, I don't know Henderson de Olio as well and some of the, the other Latin guys, but it's there is no lineup that is more interesting anywhere for the Indians and the Miners. Um, you could probably combine two teams, and the lineups might 
be as interesting as this lineup just in terms of name value um that's how interesting it is and one can almost say the same thing about the pitchers um they've got liam jennings starting who's you know this six eight behemoth who can throw it in the upper 90s but has no idea where it's going uh a walk rate of over seven per nine but an era under three because uh no one could make contact with anything he threw uh or hard contact uh Carlos Vargas is a very well thought of pitching prospect. Ethan Hankins, Matt Turner was a 11th round pick from uh, 2017. The Indians gave extra money to, and I mean he was uh, brilliant in his outing. You, you got to like a guy who, you know, his his strikeouts per nine after one outing are almost 11, and his walks per nine are zero. But uh, Turner's 19, Vargas 19, Hankins 19. They are just three really interesting guys at the top of that rotation. Um, there's some other names in terms of draft picks and just some interesting performances. Um, John Abir Gutierrez, I know, has some fans. Liam Jenkins is a bit of an oddity. If they can figure him out, there could be some extra value there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, really interesting squad. Um, terms of statistical performance not even worth diving into because there's just nothing there so since Mahoning Valley uh, was so short we are gonna do our break a little bit earlier in the episode today we're gonna do it at the six minute mark so then I can spend an extended period of time going into uh, the Lake County squad which is as I mentioned on last night's show going to have some changes occurring quickly and now is a good time for a word from our sponsors. First up is Hotels.com, a website or app. Uh, they will tell you the places you should not go to. They will show you the best deals. They will save you time and money. Uh, you want to go there because that is their whole model. They are going to make it easier on you and save you money so you go back to them. I uh, Use them. You should use them. Our other sponsor is BlueChew.com. It is the little blue pill, like Viagra or Cialis, same active ingredients. But since it's chewable, it gets your bloodstream quicker and makes you ready to go quicker. If you go over to bluechew.com, use the promo code MLB, you can try it for free. You're just going to have to pay the 5 bucks for shipping. This is your chance. If you've ever been curious, you want to see what it's like, get discreetly mailed to your door. You're just going to pay that 5 bucks in shipping, and you can see what all the hype is about. Remember, it's bluechew.com, promo code MLB. So we'll start out with uh, Lake County, a team that in the last 24 hours has gotten a lot less interesting. And as mentioned, you know, Will Benson, former high pick for the Indians, um, one of their highest picks of the last few years because of how well they've performed, along with Ty Freeman, who was a second-round pick, who's rated higher than Benson universally, were both promoted. But in addition, Cody Morris, uh, I believe, got the bump up as well, who uh, had been pitching quite well down there in Lake County. Strikeout rate over 11 with a walk rate at 2, and that's through uh, 9 starts, 10 total games, 45 innings, just one home run, uh, basically across the board. He has been utterly fantastic. Now, he was in the Indians' seventh-round pick just a year ago. So, yes, he is, you know, already uh, 22 years of age, so he was old for the level. 
but that's what you want to see a kid do. He uh, he didn't accumulate any stats a year ago, so the Indians uh, put him in uh, low A, and for half a season he dominated. So it should be no surprise that he uh, he got the bump up. And before you think that, oh, he's a seventh round pick, he was a cheaper sign. He was still someone that the Indians gave, you know, 185000 to, which is a sign that they valued him. He got his slot value. Morris, in and of himself, is a you know an interesting prospect. When the Indians took him in the seventh round a year ago, you know he's six foot five, two hundred and twenty-two pounds from South Carolina, so big program, big kid. But he was just a redshirt sophomore, um, even though he's already twenty-one years of age because he had Tommy John surgery his freshman year. Uh, the interesting thing was uh, his the strikeout rate being at, you know almost eleven with a walk rate. Two. That was pretty much what he did in his first year returning from surgery. Um, he was not quite as effective in year two, and he was home run prone working at South Carolina. So seeing his uh, how good he has been this year is uh, really nice to see. That's you know that people weren't making that hard contact. But I mean, you go across the board. He had two strong years at uh, South Carolina. He had that uh, the leverage. I don't think people expected him necessarily to uh to end up getting signed and uh you know if you've been really paying attention in his debut this year he came in relief and he had four uh four innings of near perfect baseball he uh he hit one batter but there was no hits or no walk and no walks while striking out five so Morris is, uh, you know, he's got a shorter track record because of the surgery, but uh, he has come out and performed well and is certainly a name to pay attention to as the Indians are pushing him up with Friedman and Benson, who I've talked about uh, a ton this year. Um, the Indians also just pushed uh, Cody Farhat up from Mahoning Valley because Ruben Cartagena, uh, who was a day three pick from a year ago, who's been playing quite well, uh, had to go on the um, the injury list. And it's been a squad that has dealt with a lot of injuries this year um, and a lot of performance questions. Uh, Quinton Holmes was the, you know, the Indians' uh, second-round pick back when they did not have a first-rounder after signing Edwin Encarnacion, and he is just um, massively struggling to the point where you hate to see a kid go backwards, but if I was the Indians, I'd consider demoting him, you know, working on stuff in Arizona because he's just not not accomplishing anything. Uh, is a hitter right now. You know, Mitch Reeves is 24 years old. He is fourth on the team in uh, games played. He has been all right, but he's clearly just a, you know, a, a minor league performer. Uh, Bo Naylor slowly improving. Jesse uh, Berardi, why can I not say his name today? Jesse Berardi, uh, after some struggles since he was drafted out of St. John's, was performing. I still like Jose Fermin, but he's having some struggles this year. Jose Nelson is, uh, you know, one of those late day two picks who it's not come together for. Connor Smith was a guy from a year ago. Josh Roulette as well. Um some struggles and then you've got the the really young kids who have not just gotten that many reps in Marco Gonzalez, Henry Pulhos, and Ulysses Cantu. Uh, I think Ulysses Cantu is one of those guys who is probably nearing the end of his time with the Indians. On the pitching side of things, uh, 
Shane McCarthy was a 18th round pick a year ago, and uh, he has he was really good at the beginning. He's kind of come back to earth a bit. Um, we've seen Zach Draper get promoted. We've seen um, Cody Morris is now going to get promoted to Cody uh, Cody Clemmer. So a lot of guys are kind of moving up through the system at this point. Um, in terms of who's left down there, when you're looking at uh, guys who are relatively high picks, I mean, Thomas Ponticelli was a 12th rounder. That's that's a priority day three selection. Uh, Alex Royalty was a guy they took in uh, one round after Corey Morris a year ago and gave him full slot. Um, he's just not missing enough bats, and he's getting hit. Luis Oviedo, uh started out rough for him. He has pitched better. But uh, for a guy who was like on that top 10 prospect bubble, he has definitely come off of that. He's not missing bats this year. The walk rate is up. Uh, after utterly dominating Mahoning Valley, it's surprising to see a guy um, come back to earth that hard to the point where I would be tempted to rate uh, Raymond Burgos higher, who is you know the same age but left-handed and he's missing a ton of bats 9.82 uh strikeouts per nine walk rate under three home run rate under one it's all lining up really well now burgos has missed some time with uh injuries as as most of this roster but when you get right down to it due to all the promotions you go through this lineup you have bo nailer is the number one prospect that's that's easy number two is I mean, I, I probably I would still say Obieda. You got Burgos as your number three prospect. Um, Fermin is your four, your fifth best prospect. I mean, that's that's where it gets rid. That's I mean, this is one of those teams that's the the talent level is really through promotions dropped off, and they have not been moving too many guys up. I mean, Mahoning Valley hasn't even. Uh, had that many games to, to move guys up, but this has almost become a spot where they're just kind of dropping people for the time being. Um, gosh, I mean, it, for me to, to say the fifth best prospect, uh, I mean, Aaron Pinto's putting up some phenomenal numbers, but I don't even think he's there anymore. He also got promoted, um, and he was a guy the Indians took late in uh, day three a year ago. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't have a cough button. So I, I was going to say, hey, Pinto's putting up good numbers. But, uh, yeah, he's he's been promoted as well, and he's still putting up good numbers. Uh, so far in the minors, a strikeout rate over 10 with a walk rate under 2. Uh, relief all the way. But uh, he only had, he had those 17 games in Lynchburg, 3 games in uh, – or 17 games in Lake County, 3 games in Lynchburg. But, I mean, that's another guy who uh, you just like the performance. Uh <laughs> Fifth best prospect is, I it's, I mean it's it's very rough. It's very rough. I yeah, it's just you go through and you're like, huh. I guess if everyone's healthy, I would probably give it to Jesse uh, Berardi at this point. He is the uh, I'm giving him number five. So that, that, I think, in and of itself, the struggle there of figuring that out, the struggle of putting that list together uh, really speaks to where uh, the talent level is in Lake County right now. Um, if you have to go to a minor league, if you have to, if you get to go to a minor league game, uh, if you can get to Mahoning Valley, 
I would go there over Lake County. I mean, Lake County is at this point, it's, um, they have promoted a lot of the top talent. Um, it, it's just a team that, uh, you know, some guys really tear up Mahoning Valley. Maybe they push them. Um, we haven't seen a lot of the draft picks get placed yet, but it was not a college heavy, um, draft too much early on when you look at the prep talent the pitchers the shortstops uh, and not a lot of guys who had top level uh, performance so I don't see them getting um, you know maybe they get some reinforcements from some of the Mahoning Valley players in the next month but uh, I don't think the draft is going to see a lot of guys get put directly into uh, low A skipping Mahoning Valley so it's a uh, I apologize to Lake County fans. I hope you enjoyed the first half of the year where you had some really interesting players putting up, you know, Freeman's hitting 292, barely striking out. Will Benson's striking out a ton, but he's also walking a ton and hitting for a lot of power. Uh, you know, the the relief pitchers we saw this year. And I mentioned Connor Smith. He's already been promoted as well, uh, as had Roulette. But, uh, you know, you go through, it's like Morris had performed so well with Burgos and Oviedo. That was a really interesting, you know, top of the group there. Dakota Clemmer had pitched well. Uh, Pinto had pitched well. Zach Traper had been a really interesting guy as a lefty. But, uh, yeah, this is a team that is definitely, uh, I guess you give credit to uh, Luke Carlin, the manager, pitching coach is Owen Dew, uh, Jordan Smith, bench coach, and Jason Esposito, the hitting coach. Uh, Carlin, you know, played for the Indians. The Indians drafted Owen Dew and Jordan Smith, and uh, Esposito was a was a high pick by Baltimore. Uh, yeah, by Baltimore. Uh, all a relatively young group. Uh, Carlin was drafted in 2002. The rest of them 2010, 2011, 2011. But uh, they're obviously doing their job because the guys are getting push through aggressively they're uh performing doing what needs to be done and then moving along so yeah uh like i said it's it's nowhere near as fun as it used to be but there are still a few guys to watch i want to thank everyone for listening on on the road show as it were um we will dive into uh we got three levels to do on Monday's podcast, so it's going to be, uh, we'll see if we get to the stat cast or not, but thank you for listening, for following along on Google Play, iTunes, the Himalaya app, whatever you are using, it is greatly appreciated. Um, you guys are the reason this podcast keeps going, so thank you so much, and as always, Go Tribe!